Prepare your heart to receive from the Lord. Prepare your heart to be blessed. Prepare your heart to be blessed. Prepare your heart to be blessed. You are the God of heaven and the earth. You are the God of heaven and the earth. You are the God, you are the God of heaven and the earth. You are the God of heaven and the earth. Lord, a clap offering in the house. 
This evening, I want to teach on a very strong subject. You have to receive with your heart and work with it in your stay in church, in your work as a Christian. This, this teaching will bless you. I trust you me, you'll be blessed. I'm teaching on how to receive from a man of God. How to receive from a man of God. How to receive from a man of God. Just keep your eye, take your notebooks, keep the scriptures, it will help you. How to connect to a man of God, especially your pastor. How to connect. Matthew chapter 10, verse 40 to 41. The Bible says, he that receiveth you, receiveth me. And he that receiveth me, receiveth him that sent me. He that receiveth a prophet, in the name of a prophet, shall receive a prophet's reward. And he that receiveth a righteous man, in the name of a righteous man shall receive a righteous man's re rewards. The resource and impact of a man of God's ministry is largely dependent on how the people they minister to receive them. The strength of the anointing on a pastor is largely dependent on how the people they minister to receive them. When you receive a man of God, you have received Christ. Give me the verse 40. This is a hard teaching. It will help you. He that receiveth you receiveth me. That means when you receive the ministry of a man of God, you have received the ministry of the Lord Jesus Christ. And when you receive the Lord Jesus Christ, you have received God. He said, he that receiveth you, receiveth me. And he that receiveth me, receiveth him that sent me. So when you connect well to your pastor, your pastor is the man God gave you to feed you, to shepherd you. When you connect to a man of God's anointing, properly, you connect to Jesus and you connect to God by scripture. So if you reject a man of God, you have rejected Jesus because Jesus gave you that man that through him, he can minister his word, his anointing, his blessing through him to you. So if you reject the vessel God sent you, you have rejected God. Many people sit in churches because of one or two things, they reject their man of God. You cannot be blessed in that posture. The man can be anointed and you will never be blessed. God gives you a man of God to help you 
to be a blessing to you. Jesus can heal you, but he will work with a man of God to heal you. Jesus can bless you, but he will work with a man of God to bless you. Jesus can heal you. Jesus can encourage you. Jesus can edify you. Jesus can prosper us. But he will always use a man. He set over us. His God-given shepherd. He will use your pastor's teaching to bring you the fullness of his blessing. May you learn to receive your pastor as a vessel sent from God to be a blessing to you. How will you receive your pastor, the men of God? You see, we are in an era where people easily insult men of God. It's unfortunate. We are in an era where we abuse men of God. But a man of God is a vessel in God's hands. It's a tool in God's hands to reach his people. I see the anointing on your pastor ministering to you heavily. Yeah, if you don't connect to him, you will not be blessed. Matthew 10, 41. He said, He that receiveth a prophet in the name of a prophet shall receive a prophet's reward. So if you receive a prophet in the name of a child of God, you receive a child of God's blessing. You will be denied the blessing on the man of God. You must learn to receive your pastor as a pastor. <laughs> Not as an ordinary man, but you receive him as a holy man of God. A man in the hands of God. Never see men of God as ordinary men, else you will receive ordinary men's reward. The Bible says, he that receiveth a prophet, he is a prophet, he is a pastor, he is an apostle made by God, not by men. You must receive him as he is. Don't receive your pastor as your friend. Or another ordinary man. Receive him as he is. And you will receive the blessing on him that God has put on him for you. Men of God are vessels carrying God's blessings and promises for his people. If you connect well with them, you will reconnect to the blessing. God could deliver Israel. He needed Moses. God could write the New Testament. He needed the Paul to write 14 of them. Men of God are grace dispensers. They are dispensers of grace. The pastor is a dispenser of grace. If you see your pastor, maybe your pastor may be young like me. You may have a very young pastor like me. I'm relatively young. Uh, I'm not a youth, but I'm relatively young. 
I started pastoring barely 26, 25, 27 years. You may have a very young pastor like me. If you relate with him by his age, you will miss a blessing. He may be young, but he's your father. He may be young, but he's your mentor. He may be young, but he's your commander, he's your instructor. Because he's operating not in his own power, but he's operating in the grace of God that is over 2,000 years. So as he's standing there, he's being enabled to speak by a grace that is over 2,000 years. Are you following the teaching? If you can honor your pastor as a man of God, God will send you many interventions in your life. Yeah. Many interventions in your life. Many Christians don't respect and honor their pastors. They think they, they also carry the Holy Ghost. So they don't honor their pastors. The Bible said, if you receive a prophet in the name of a prophet, not in the name of an ordinary man, not in the name of another Christian, but in the name of a prophet, you receive a prophet's reward. Are you following the teaching? It's a hard teaching. Until the man of God is excited to bless, his oil will not flow. You must learn how to excite the anointing on your pastor. Yes, excite it. When it is excited, you will smell the aroma in the perfume of the oil. Romans chapter 1 verse 11. Quickly. For I long to see you, Paul, speaking to the Roman church, that I may impart unto you some spiritual gift to the end ye may be established. For I long to see that there is always a yearning in your pastor to dispense something on you. But sometimes you come to church, you are preaching, and your own people are looking at you as though you are joking. Yeah. You must learn to excite the gift of God. The oil. One day Elisha wanted to prophesy. He could not. Because the oil was not excited yet. The question I want to ask you is. Are you an exciting factor to the oil of your pastor in your church? Or you are draining his oil? Or you are draining him? The man of God must have an excitement in his spirit to bless you. When Isaac was supposed to release the blessing, he asked for a venison. Yeah. When Elijah was supposed, Elijah was supposed to prophesy, he asked for a minstrel. When Elijah was supposed to release a blessing on the widow, he asked for something. I'm not saying it will always be money. But it means that the man of God must have access to you. So that he can deliver the word of God. Though men of God carry various graces, the grace must be stirred up. <laughs> 
the grace must be stirred up. As you are in your homes listening to me, it's like we are all in incubation period. We are all, we've all gone to, it's like you, you, you've gone back to school. Before churches resume, learn this, that you will learn how to excite the oil on your pastor. That is the only way you can receive from him. 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 6. Therefore, I put thee into remembrance that thou stir up the gift of God, which is indeed by the putting on of my hands. The gift of God must be stirred up, else it will be redundant. There are many people in the church. Some are being blessed. Some are not being blessed. Why? Some are receiving big blessings. Some to nothing. Crowy. The same pastor, the same anointing, the same preachings, the same laying of hands, the same declarations. Some are in churches, they hate their pastors. How can you be in a church when you hate the pastor? Some are in churches, they insult their pastors. Yeah. You may not insult your own pastor, but you are insulting another pastor. You need to be born again. You are mending yourself in matters higher than you. Yeah. You are endangering generations after you. It may not, the calamity may not happen to you, but you are endangering a generation after you. If you have anything to do in your life, is to mind your own business and give honor to whom honor is due. I thought you are clapping. A gift that will bless must be stirred up. A gift, you see, the anointing, when, when it, it must flow. But when there is a blockage, the oil will be there, but it will not flow. Yeah. I've had testimonies where people come and say, Pastor, do you know something? I came to church, I was very down. But you see, I knew that when I come to church and I just hear your voice, I know God will quicken me up. Yeah. You must have a high. Some will say, I'm going for an interview. Pastor, I want to shake you. It's their faith. I know when I shake you, it's a sign of congratulations. I'll come back with it. And they'll go and come and they have it. But some, you pour oil. You wet their singlet. Wet their dress. Do everything. Hit them hard. Take it. Take it. Take it. Nothing will happen. Because deep down in their heart, they don't honor their pastors. They speak easily against their pastor. I'll show you something about pastors. Are you following the teaching? You shall not miss your favor that your pastor is carrying for you from God. I have not been able to flow in terms of ministration effectively on every altar. Because there are some people, some places when you go, they don't receive you well. Jesus sent the disciples, our apostles said, if you go to a house and they don't receive, shake the dust on your feet and leave the place. That means there are places that don't open up. And there are people that don't open up in church. Yeah. 
They don't open up. They don't open up. May you be that kind of person. May you open up to the ministry of your pastor. In the name of Jesus. Sometimes people believe in other pastors more than their pastor. They are being deceived. Yes. Some people will never buy a gift for their pastors on their birthday, on ceremonies, on celebration days, Christmas, New Year. They will never, but they will buy for other pastors whom they think are more powerful than their pastors. It's a deception. It's a de How can a husband not give food to the children or the family and be taking care of other family? No, you are not. And sometimes it's a deception for members to think that somebody is more powerful than their pastor. The man of God you see and you think is powerful, his members believe in him and they love him. They serve under him. They trust his leadership and that is why he has become great that you are admiring. If you will do the same to your pastor and be loyal and faithful, the Lord will bless you also. I thought you are clapping. One day, someone came to me to give me an offering. When I looked at the offering, my heart was, my heart started beating. It was big. Then I felt a guilt and I asked him, have you given this kind of offering to your pastor before? Does your pastor actually know that you are coming here? Because I just went to preach in that church and he told me no. Nobody knows. He doesn't want anybody to know. I said, then you are a dangerous person. Go back to your pastor. Go and give him this seat. Yeah. He's a good friend. I don't want to lose my relationship. Go and give it to him. Go and honor your pastor. I am not more powerful than your pastor. Yeah. Go and give it to him. He felt bad. And I said, yes, I wanted you to feel bad. You have not given this kind of offering to your pastor, but you are, you are sneaking to my office to give to me. I am not a raven. I am not a viper. Take it back to your pastor. I cannot receive an offering you have not given to your father before. Oil doesn't work automatically. Something causes the oil to work. Every pastor knows the people who honor him. Yes. Every pastor knows the members who respect him. Who receive him as their pastor. As their leader. As the man God has set over them spiritually. Every pastor knows the members who loved, love him. You must excite the oil on your man of God. Jesus Christ himself could not flow where he wasn't received well. Matthew chapter 13, verse 55 to 58. Matthew chapter 13, verse 55 to 58. It's not this the carpenter's son. It's not his mother called Mary and his brethren James and Joseph and Simon and Judas and his sisters 
are they not all with us? Whence then has he this man? All these things. When did he also become a pastor? When did he become a miracle worker? Do you want to know that or you want to receive your healing? And they were offended in him. Why should you be offended? Somebody is anointed, you are offended. But Jesus said unto them, A prophet is not without honor, save in his own country and in his own house. It's so interesting how members of a church, they don't receive their pastor the way a guest comes. The aura of the guest. So you see that the pastor will preach in his church. He will ask for offering. Some people will never come. They will never come out. But a guest pastor will come. And they will call the man. And you see the same people who did not get up when their own pastor asked for offering. You will see them coming up. Oh. The day you begin to believe in the grace of the man God has given to you, you will see that things begin to change in your life forever. Yeah. Verse 58. And he did not many miracles, many mighty works there because of their unbelief. It doesn't mean he couldn't do He had the capacity to do it, but he could not. The capacity was neutralized because of unbelief. You don't believe the declaration of your pastor. When he says, God bless you, you don't, you don't, I mean, I mean, you see, one of the dangers of working around a pastor is that you are likely to disregard the words and the presence of that pastor very soon if you are not careful. Anything that you easily have access to, you can devalue very soon. Do you understand? Anything you have access to, you can devalue it very soon. Very soon. If you are not careful. Most pastors feel dishonored in the sight of their own people. Their own people. They feel very dishonored. Many times you hear the stories and your heart will be breaking. Dishonored. Dishonored by their own people. May you not be one of such in your church. In the name of Jesus. Familiarity from church members can force pastors to take up more preaching appointments outside their church. Because their churches don't celebrate them. Their churches don't celebrate them. Their members don't believe in their oil. Ha! And the same pastor will go somewhere and you see manifestations. Then you ask yourself, what is making the difference? Is the expectation of the people. Is the honor the people put on the same man who will speak and nobody will clap. Who will speak and nobody... I mean, some people will never stand up when their pastor is preaching. They will never clap. They will never give offering. 
if I let somebody come and say something that their pastor has been saying, they will get a mm, deep right on, right on, right on, mm, deep. Amen, amen, amen. But this is something that if you actually look at the messages of his pastor and compare to that statement, it is nothing. We must learn how to receive from our pastors. The people could not just accept that Jesus isn't an ordinary man. You have to learn to accept it, that your pastor is not an ordinary man. I hear a lot of people bash pastors. And most of them, they are worldly. They are atheists. They don't believe in Jesus. If you believe in Jesus, you must believe in pastors. Because Jesus gave us pastors. Jesus gave us apostles. Jesus gave us... Pro we didn't ask for it from Jesus. Look at Ephesians chapter 4 verse 11. He gave it to us. We didn't ask Jesus for it. He said, and he gave some apostles and some prophets. Who? Jesus. Jesus gave us... So if you claim you are a Christian and you believe in Jesus, you must believe in apostles. You must believe in prophets. You must believe in evangelists. You must believe in pastors. And you must believe in teachers. Give the Lord a mighty clap of him. They didn't want to accept that Jesus was ordinary. Whether you like it or not, eh? Your pastor is not ordinary. You can disprove it. You can disbelieve it. You can do what, I mean, I don't need to convince you that what I'm holding is a microphone. You can say it's a broom. Ah. You can say it's a fridge. Ah, it is you. But what I'm holding is a microphone. No matter how you try to disregard your pastor, he's not an ordinary person. You can't speak to him the way you speak to your friends. There are people in the church who have become like friends with the pastor per permission. And those people even carry themselves better. Yeah. They carry themselves. Even in their friendship, they are still in great reverence with their pastors. Yeah. Be very careful how you relate with your pastor. Your pastor is not God, but it's a vessel of God. Your pastor is not God, but he's a vessel of God. Knowing The grace on your man of God will help you to connect better to him. Knowing the history of your man of God does not make you equal to your man of God. Listen to this. Being in the same class with your man of God before doesn't mean that you are equal to your man of God. Classmates are not grace mates. As my daddy always says. Classmates are not grace mates. Paul and Silas were in the prison praying. It is because of Paul that we know Silas. <laughs> yeah, because of Paul, we know Silas. Because Paul was there. That is why Silas' name was mentioned. Are you following Jesus could not do any miracle in his hometown or in his own house. 
because of the reception of the people to his ministry. If you don't receive your pastor, you will not enjoy and benefit from his ministration. If you, don't, you, know, you, you may have a pastor who doesn't prophesy. It doesn't mean he's not powerful. Because God gave apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. A teacher may not prophesy, but he's in his own office. He's not prophesied the way you want. You want him to mention telephone number 0244-253505. It's somebody's number. You are watching. I've mentioned it. He may not be able to mention your date of birth. He may not be able to mention. In fact, Jeremiah didn't mention anybody's name. Habakkuk didn't. Are you following me? Moses didn't mention anybody's date of birth. I pray that illumination is coming to somebody. If you don't receive your man of God in the right way, you may not see the blessing of God that should materialize in your life. You see, no matter how a man of God is, never open your mouth to criticize him. It's logically, it may look logically right to criticize your pastor. There is a forum that will always be created in the local church that discussions can come up. And the pastor is not the residue or the, the, the ocean of all wisdom. Every wise pastor knows that. But you see, when the pastor is, you don't, you don't have the right to insult him. Yeah. Hallelujah. You don't have the right. If you see the weakness of a man of God, when the sons of Noah saw the weakness of Noah, the foolish one went broadcasting, talked about it, spoke about it. The wise two, they took cloth and they went backwards. They did not want to see the nakedness of their father. Honor is a blessing. May this generation learn to honor their leaders, their pastors, and their mentors in the name of Jesus. You will not fall to familiarity in the name of Jesus. You will not fall to... I, I always, I'm always amazed at my wife. God, we've been married for a long time. I mean, for close to nine years, ten years. She has never lost a day to have reverence for me. She speaks to me like a church member and his pastor. I mean, when, when this coronavirus came, he said, Prince, you have to call the family and serve as communion and anoint us. I said, wow. It should come from a church member, not my wife. I believe there are some wives, when even their husbands call them for prayer. Hey! They will not wake up. Oh. There are some husbands, when their wives say they should get up to pray, they will just say, oh, you, you, you start, I will come. And they will never come. Familiarity. 
What is killing you isn't the devil. Yeah, let me tell you today. What is killing you is not the devil. But your pride towards the oil that God has sent to help you. What is killing you is not the devil. But your pride towards the oil God has sent to help you. If you have malaria and I've sent you drugs for malaria and you refuse to take the malaria, when you die, it's not the malaria that killed you because there was a solution to the malaria. But you refuse to access it. Those of us, some of us can be so unseeming. We don't, we don't make us, there are some pastors, because of the congregation, some pastors have become very complex. They do not have time to talk to you. Hey, they will dress in a way that when you meet them, you know, yeah, this is Elijah coming from the mountain. Because of certain attitude of members, you know, the pastor takes a certain posture. Mm-hmm. Use words. May Elohim be your blessing. Amen. When, when you are preaching, eh, you, you want to stay back. It's like a uh, 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 tornado is preaching. Because sometimes the aura on the man of God the members dis- dis- disregard. In the simplicity of the man of God, the, men, the members want to take him for granted. So the man of God can also take a certain posture. Yeah. But they are all games. Because you want to commonize their oil. We tend to respect men who create an impression around them. So the man is coming with 25 bodyguards. They say, yeah, he's a powerful man. Because of you. That's why they do that. Because you don't regard men of God. They come in and they are having macho men by them. Then they are not smiling. Say, yeah, yeah, Charlie, this one day, Charlie, come away, come with oil. Today, our church, our church will change. Really? Your church will change. Charlie, to, uh, today our church will never be the same again. You know, we, will, we, will, we will share a message. Hey. So your pastor was saying, Anansi Sems, you so all these years. <laughs> that is why you are where you are. If you change your character towards that, your pastor that God gave you, you will see the marvelous blessings that will come your way. He is not perfect, but the oil in him is perfect. The grace on him is perfect. And God chose him for you. And you have to receive him. Give the Lord a clap of him wherever you are. Familiarity with the oil cripples the oil. Familiarity with the oil cripples the oil. To dishonor a man of God is not good. It will deny you from receiving from him. Dishonor will lock your blessing in the bosom of the man of God. Because the oil on the man of God must be honored to bless. People, there are a lot of pastors 
who don't believe in this kind of teaching, but they actually expect it to happen to them. Yeah. Oh, the man of God is not different from the man of But if you go and insult them, you hear from them. They expect it, but they want to deny. But look, if you don't honor the oil on the man of God, you have locked a certain blessing that God wants to use the man of God to release upon your life. A saint man to bless carries the honor and the power of the one that sent him. So Jesus said that if you, they receive you, they receive me. And when they receive me, they have also received the one that sent me. Honor is a spiritual law. Write it down. Honor is a spiritual law when it comes to spiritual transactions. Honor is a spiritual law. Once you violate the law of honor or honoring a man of God, you disqualify yourself from the blessings he carries for you. Don't enter into that zone of dishonoring your pastor anymore. And sometimes some of you, if you have insulted your pastor before, you had a heated argument, you insulted him and left the church. Look, look, look. You have laid a foundation, a bad foundation for your future. Yeah, you may, you, 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 you may be fine today, but you have laid the foundation. By all means, an evil building will raise it, will be raised on it. Maybe not in your time, but in your children's time. You have to go back, apologize, and take off that evil foundation. It is not a good foundation. It's not a good foundation. Any man of God who encourages you by his utterance to disregard and dishonor your pastor is a demon. I repeat it. I repeat it. Any man of God who encourages you by his utterance to dishonor, disrespect, and disregard your pastor God has given to you and convincing you to leave him to join him is a demon. Because of money, people leave their pastors for other pastors. Money. People serving under people just because of the money they receive. Yes, man must leave. But you see, destiny must be fulfilled. Not man must leave. If you have the mindset of man must leave, you may never fulfill destiny because in fulfillment of destiny, at a certain point, you may not feel like living, but you need to survive because hardship will come. Any pastor that causes you to disrespect your pastor, sometimes your own members will go somewhere and they think that you don't know. <laughs> hey, church members, are you, are you there? You are listening to me. Most of the places you go, your pastors are aware of. Most of the pastors you go and see, your pastors are aware of. And sometimes the pastors you go and see, they submit to your own pastor as a mentor or father. So when you go, they laugh at you because they come and tell your father. Are you here? 
John chapter 6 verse 17. Wow. Jesus answered them, Have not I chosen you twelve? And one of you is a devil. <laughs> one of the apostles was a devil. And I said, any man of God that causes you to disrespect your own pastor, he's a demon, he's a devil. Don't allow the devil to steal your time of favor from connecting to your own pastor God has given to you. A disciple must understand the systems God uses to reach and to meet his own people. You must understand it. Don't be like the world. They will not understand it. But God has a system that he uses to reach his own people. And one of the systems is that he gives people a pastor. Without a pastor, there's no church. Argue it, debate it, whatever. Without a pastor, there is no church. Yeah. There is no church. Strike the shepherd, the sheep will scatter. Flock gather around shepherds. When there is no shepherd, the flock will scatter. There will not be a gathering. There will not be a house. Without a pastor, there is no church. You must learn to receive those who come in the name of the Lord. Who come in the name of the Lord. Matthew 23, 39. Matthew 23, 39. The encounter for your no, 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 no. Yeah, oh, ja, hallelujah. What's up? Oh, what's up? No, oh, what's up? No, yeah, oh, ja. For I say unto you, he shall not see me, ye shall not see me henceforth, till we shall. Till ye shall say, ye shall say, you will not see me henceforth. And one day you will say, that blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. Blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. Anyone that says that he comes in the name of the Lord, he's supposed to carry blessing. Your pastor is carrying a blessing for you. Connect with him. Love him. There's nothing wrong when you love your pastor, but make sure you love Jesus first. If you love your pastor and you don't love Jesus, you will become an occultist. Yeah. But you must love Jesus and you love your pastor. There's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with it. God comes into our midst. In the ministry of his servants. Yeah. It's always a special moment with your pastor. Don't get tired hearing the voice of your pastor. Some people just get tired. They want to hear other people. They, 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 they want to hear things. 
Are you here? The man of God you dishonor will not reward you. The anointing you don't honor cannot impart on you. Let's learn to honor oil. The centurion placed so much honor on Jesus that he didn't feel worthy for Jesus to come to him. He said, speak. Speak. Matthew 8, 5 to 13. Just spend time to read it because of time. He didn't feel worthy that this man should come. He said, speak your word. Just speak. And my daughter will be fine. The words of the man of God you honor will work for you perfectly. The words work. Their words work. Their words work. Their words work. You need God's words to see God's works. You, you need God's words to see God's works in your life. You need God's words to see God's works in your life. God has entrusted his word to his servants. Believe it or not, God has entrusted his words to his servants. Amos chapter 3, verse 7. Surely the Lord God will do nothing, but he revealed his secret unto his servants, the prophets. The honor you give to the man of God sends to you, God sends to you. It's that same honor that will provoke a blessing on your behalf. How do I receive my pastor? Number one, receive him with joy to the pulpit. Receive him with joy to the pulpit. Receive him with joy to the pulpit. Anytime I go to a church and they, they receive me with joy, I feel very anointed specially. So you see that even in this church, the first service is different from the second service. In the, word, in the gospel service, when I'm walking to the pulpit, nobody clapped for me. I just walk quietly. <laughs> but in the wedding past service, you see clappings, rejoice, happy. And you see that the wedding past service is more anointed than the gospel service. Receive him with joy to the pulpit. Receive him with joyful clap, a great shout, and beautiful instrumentation. Wow. Let the man of God know that he is very much loved, respected, and really regarded. Shouting to the glory of God. Standing to receive the word in honor of the word. Standing to receive. I mean, they will never get up when their pastor is preaching. But when the guys come, to say, mm, mm, deep, right on. Preach, you're talking to me, pastor. <laughs> I catch it. It's a revelation. It's a sausage. It's a message. It, this is a, 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 a blasting word. Hey, but when the pastor is preaching, we muna. No. Stand up for the word. Give God a clap. Give him a shout. Encourage the pastor. 
We stand for the presidents. But we struggle to stand for men who are speaking on behalf of God. It talks about honor. First Samuel chapter 16 verse 11. I'm getting to the end. It's a powerful teaching. And Samuel said unto Jesse, I hear all thy children. And he said, There remained yet the youngest. And behold, he kept the sheep. And Samuel said unto Jesse, Send and fetch him. For we will not sit down till he come. Yeah, that is honor. Standing for the anointed is honor. When you stand to receive a preacher, it is a sign of honor. From today, may you build in you a culture to honor the men God sends your way in the name of Jesus. Number two, receive the word of God with excitement and with rapt attention. Receive the word of God with excitement and with rapt attention. Psalm 119 verse 162. Psalm 119 verse 162. Uphold me according unto thy word that I may live. But I like that one. (laughs) Okay, I'll come to that. What verse was that? 116. Okay. I'll work with that. I rejoice at thy word as one that findeth great spoil. Give me another version. You must receive the word with joy and excitement. Stop analyzing your pastor when he's preaching. You are not an analyzing machine. Easily believe the word. He said, how happy am I because of your promises? As happy as someone who has found rich treasure. Yeah. When your pastor is preaching to you, see the way you get excited when Charlie, you hit some wild money. You must be happy. You must be excited with the word that is being preached. You don't get happy to you see money. I think everybody likes money. Everybody. No matter who you are, Charlie. If you are sitting down, then somebody brings you cash. $100,000. Done. Oh, yeah, I cry. You even know that. You, even if it's coronavirus, it will go. $100,000. You, you, you'll be fine. You tell that, oh, I'm fine, I'm fine. I'm fine. If I die holding this money, Christ, okay, you, I'm fine. I'm off. When a revelation hits you, clap. Yeah, in church. When a revelation hits you, stand. When a revelation hits you, sow a seed. When a revelation hits you, write it down and take note of it. Don't just be screaming in church and not take anything. Plant the word into your life. Be attentive to the teaching. Do not fold your hands at your pastor. Is this is 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 something? I don't know how you feel when you are talking to somebody and the person has folded their hands. If it's your peer, fine, but your pastor is not your peer. I don't think you fold your hands whilst your boss is talking to you. No. Are you listening to me? Proverbs 14:28. You must learn to always be in church when your pastor is preaching. Because in the multitude of people is the king's honor. But in the want of people is the distraction of the prince. When you don't attend church services, it's dishonor on your pastor. 
That means it is not saying anything worth listening to. I mean, you risk your life to drive through the rain to go to work because you know at the end of the month, some money will come. But if you don't regard your pastor's words, you come from work, you are tired, you come for teaching service. The problem is that we don't value the word of God. Not even the pastor, but we don't value the word of God. You must be ready to release your faith if God touches your heart. Faith is placed in your heart by the teaching of the word. Put your faith to work as your pastor preaches and it will be a blessing to you. I want to wrap up. I want to wrap up the teaching. Throw away your own belief if you are following a pastor. Because you chose your pastor. God gave him to you. You received him. You chose to follow him. Because the church you are in, you must love God, love Christ, love the church, love the pastor, love the church members. Take away unbelief. Take away unbelief. Sometimes you hear something about your pastor. If you don't take care, you doubt his calling. Remember, your pastor is also a human being, but called in a certain office with a certain responsibility. He does not have the excuse to be at fault. But he's a man, he will err. And sometimes you will hear it and you are like, ah, this man too is he a man of God. You don't use logical reasoning to submit under a pastor. You miss it. There are some pastors. They are different. You see how you have different kinds of human beings. Daniel, you, you can be a pastor. God can call you to be a pastor. And your character will not change. The way you are, that's how you'll be. There are some pastors. <laughs> There are some pastors who are very quiet. There are, some pa- there are some pastors who are gossips. There are some pastors who are very offensive. There are some pastors who don't respect the elderly. There are some pastors who don't know how to talk. They don't know how to eat. They don't know how to carry themselves. They will declare fasting and they will go and eat. your pastor can find himself in a in a scenario where he cannot help himself. He may take a wrong decision because he's a human being. Even prophet Samuel, when he entered into Jesse's house, he made a mistake many times. It was God that said, hey, it's not this one. The one I want to be king is in the bush. And Samuel is an anointed man. So you will see that one or two times your own pastor will be making certain errors. But God's hand is still on him. You see, when Moses got angry and hit the rock the second time, God said, you, you are not going to the promised land. He didn't, he wasn't the only one denied. All the people in his generation, they all didn't go. (laughs) Are you following me? So the state of your pastor will determine the state of the people in the church. Connect with your pastor well. Serve under him. Lighten the burden under him. Be considerate to his actions. Yeah. If you are not considerate to the actions of your pastor, you will get angry and you will leave his ministry. 
and you will learn in another pastor's meeting, and you see that challenge, challenge, you mess up, cry like you did the old place, cry like you good. Yeah. Don't be a man or a woman who dishonors your pastor. It's not good. It's not good. I always tell you about this, you, this, this, this young man who came and he left his church and came here. And I interrogated him and I realized that he had an issue with his pastor. His pastor did not handle some love relationship well. So he got angry and left. He left and came to our church. He said, God has sent him to this church to serve. To me. He was coming the Holy Ghost drove him here. I said, no, 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 no. It's not the Holy Ghost. You are hurt. You are bitter with your pastor. Go back to your pastor. Go back to your pastor. Go and resolve. Go, go back. He went back. He got married to the same lady the issue came up with that he thought the pastor did not handle it well. Today they are married with three kids. Somewhere, when did we go to an, um, Anakazu? November, thereabouts. I met him there. He saw me. I didn't even call him. He saw me. He said, Pastor Prince, Pastor Prince. I said, hey, Jerry, you are the one. Thank me again. He's happy seven. Married with the same lady. Because another responsible father or pastor showed him to do the right thing. Yes. Your pastor may make mistakes in a certain judgment or action. But it doesn't mean that you should be familiar with your pastor. Else you will not receive from God what he put on your pastor for you. You must always have your pastor in high regards. The words of your pastor in the presence of your pastor. I mean, I mean, you have to have a high regard for him. He may make himself too simple. I mean, I don't like to make myself complex. Some pastors are there like me. I don't like to make myself. So if you are not careful, you may be deceived by my demeanor. But I'm reading you. I'm just marking you down. That's how those type of pastors are. I'm just marking you down. That is how those kind of pastors are. Very simple. But you must not take the simplicity of your pastor for granted. And say anything. Discussing discussing your pastor. You will not be honored with his oil. I'm praying that as I end my teaching, you will learn how to connect with your pastor. You will revere, you will respect him. You will respect him. You will have weakness by respecting. Always remember that it's very likely your pastor prays more than you. Always remember it's very likely your, your pastor pleases God more than you. Always remember that your pastor, it's likely your pastor spends more time with God more than you. Always remember that your pastor has a covenant with God on his calling. Always remember that your pastor has a responsibility to watch over your soul. And he will give account of you to God. What type of account will your pastor give about you? I pray for you as I end my teaching tonight. That God will make you 
a man and a woman who knows how to connect to his pastor and drink from the wells of blessing God has put in your pastor. I pray that every heart of rebellion will be taken out of your heart. That the heart of the sheep, the follower, a submitting member, a heart that is ready to serve and to love and to follow will come upon you. May you be greater than you have planned. And I pray for you that the words that you have spoken, if you have ever said anything against your pastor, against the church, and you have left the church in bitterness, and you spoil the name of the pastor and the church, may the Lord have mercy upon you. May every evil establishment you have caused to come upon your family because of dishonoring the man of God, may God in his mercy blot it away in the name of Jesus. Father, we give you praise. We give you glory. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Give the Lord a clap offering wherever you are. Hallelujah. I want to thank you once again for joining us. It has been a very marvelous teaching. Go back. Listen to the message. You can download it. Listen to the message over and over again. And let it help you to be a better member in your church. If you want to give an offering, the Momo number is on the screen. Feel free to bless God with an offering. It shall be received, acknowledged, and prayers will be made for you. The Lord bless every giver. It is more blessing to give than to receive. Give unto the Lord, and he will give back to you. Press down, shaking together. He will cause men to give back to you. In the name of Jesus, may your offering yield for you a glorious future. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. Give God a clap offering. Hallelujah. I want us to make that excellence declaration. Out of Zion, a perfection of beauty, God shines forth. The Lord my God causes the righteous to shine forth as the sun. His awesome hand has formed me. His creative spirit inspires my mind. He, he skillfully guides my hands. Therefore, I boldly declare, I am set apart for excellence. The ruler of the universe, he has exalted my home among the nations. He sets my feet on high. In his strength, I rise. By faith, I press forward towards the prize of my highest calling. I believe in my heart and I confess with my mouth that Jesus is Lord. He is the vine. I am the branch. In him I abide. In him I blossom. As it is written, God, who commanded light out of darkness, has shown his light in our hearts. We have his treasure in earthen vessels, that the excellence of his power may be of God and not of us. In this year, say with me in this year, I commit to excellence. I commit to do I commit to exceptionalism and I commit to do the extraordinary. In Jesus' name, amen. Give the Lord a good clap offering. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. And surely, hallelujah. God bless you so much. I pray that this broadcast has blessed you.
I am trusting God that as you are locked down in your rooms, you are not locked out of God's purposes. This word will give you illumination. When church begins in bodily form again, you will know how to relate with your pastor. Even now, as you are home, check on your pastor. Check on your pastor. He's checking on you. Check on him. Check on him. Send him a message. You, you are not the only one in trouble, but your pastor is also worried. Check on him. Send your offerings to your church. Pay your tithe offering. It will lessen the burdens on your pastor. There are more responsibility on him to do a lot of things in the church. Send your offerings. Show your concern to the church. You are at home, but you have not de-membered yourself out of the church. God bless you. Enjoy your day, your evening, and your family be blessed. We love you. Bye-bye.